difficult. Number four, God will answer your prayers when, 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 the, when the response of that prayer will glorify His name. When God sees that doing this and this in your life will bring Him glory, will make men honor His name and praise Him, serve Him and fear Him, God will be moved to answer your prayer. When your motives are selfish and you want to show that so that they will know that me too I'm there, ah, you go pray. The prayer is good. So, please, I beg you, every avenue you have to plug in and serve God, please do it diligently. Do you see how God has been sorting people out in this teenager church? Do you see how God is sorting people out? He's sorting men out, and He will still sort more out. Are you with me? God will still sort more people out. I'm telling you, that one I know. I know. My sister, you have never asked What can they give you? Biology. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. You, what can they give you? Biochemistry. Biology, chemistry. And many more. I say, Lord, have God is sorting men out. There are still others. Which course did they give you, ma? Math. Ah. Mathematics. You pick it. Jeremiah 2, you pick economics and they give you economics. God is sorting people out. And let me pray for you, as many of you whose hearts are right. God will not pass you by. Today's prophetic worship will be very gentle. Don't worry. But please take it seriously. Take it seriously. I beg you. I beg you. Don't be a spectator in the teenager's church. Don't come and sit down with your hands and you are doing nothing. Your service is a madness to the goodness of God. Are you hearing me? It is, what did I call your service? The madness. A group of teenagers meet here with my wife every Wednesday to pray. Not for their self, but to pray for all of us. It makes a lot of sense to me. Hey, is it you, Abi? You, Brahma? Which of them is your mentee? These two girls? Abi, these two princesses? Which of them? Or is it two of them? The Felicitor. Which of them is the mission-minded among them? For how many years now you have not fulfilled what God told you? Is it true? It's almost two years. You see, let me say this also before I preach. I told you here before that Sunday services, church is like a petrol station. Is that? Eh? You come and feel that you come get feel that you go. I'll tell you another thing today about church. Church is a family meeting. How many of you used to have family meetings in your house? You do family meetings. You see, 
see how the meeting used to go. Church is like that too. Sometimes we come to hear word, and your, your case will be on the front burner. Pastor can be on your case. So, my dear daughter, receive strength to fulfill. You see, am I the one that told you to do what you said you want to do? You can begin to speak with your friends to cooperate with you so that it will be quicker. Are you getting my point? There's a blessing tied to it. Is that okay? So please, just while you are sitting down or you want to stand up, I don't know, let's thank God for answering our prayers. And perhaps you think that is the one God was talking about. I want to tell you that God is still going to provide another car. And another car. And another car. For families that need it. Families that it is a need for that. I've been praying. I've been praying. That particular prayer point. Sometimes God will make me say, pray about this prayer. I will pray. Lord, thank you for meeting the needs of families in this place. Is somebody praying? Is somebody praying? Lord, thank you for meeting the needs of families in this place, not unto us, but unto you. Thank you for meeting the need of the Brewers family. Thank you for shifting your attention in their direction. And you answered their prayers. We worship you. We vowed that when you do this, we will give you praise. So here is our praise. Thanking you on their behalf. Now, let me give you one minute to speak to God about the need of your own family. What is your family's need? Please pray if you believe that God can meet the need of your family. Can you speak to God about it? Can you speak to God about it now? Can you speak to God about it? What is the need of your family? Thank you, those who are praying sincerely. Thank you. I told you today's prophetic worship is not a... It's not, it's not fire for fire. Jelenke. So, we are there already. We are there. Lord, meet the need of my family. This is the need. We have many needs. Please, Lord, meet them. So that we too will come forward and testify. We will come forward and testify. We will come forward and testify. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I hear God saying something in my ears. That he is going to wipe the tears of your mother. He will wipe the tears of your mother. He is going to wipe the tears of your mother. He will wipe the tears of your mother. I don't know what tears your mother has been crying or or shedding. The Lord said he's going to wipe that tears away. Thank you, Jesus. We worship your holy name. We worship your holy name. Whether you are sitting or standing, can you lift up your two hands to God this morning and say, Father, thank you. Just say, Father, I thank you. Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you will do here again this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you have brought me here for a specific purpose. Honor be to your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lord, as we go into this prophetic phase this morning, let everybody be served. Ah, that prayer point is deep. 
and I touched your email with you this day. In this prophetic feast this morning, let everybody be served. The delicacy of this prophetic feast. Let it not be that some will just perceive the aroma alone. May they have a taste of it. And may they be filled with it. In the name of Jesus. As many of you here who have one pain or sickness or the other in your body, beginning from now, let the healing virtues begin to flow into your body. Let it begin to flow in your body. Let it be healing delivered. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray for your brother. that in the name of Jesus, strength is released upon him now. Let it be healing from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. In the name of Jesus. For your mother, I pray also. The young man sitting beside you there. I pray for your mom. Let it be healing. In the name of Jesus. Let it be healing released. In the name of Jesus. There's someone here. Your mom has it. Bone problem. Bone. The bone problem. She complains of pains in her bones. Where is that person? Come forward here this morning. I want to use you as a point of contact to your mother. Come forward quickly. In the name of Jesus, I release the healing virtues upon you for your mother. That as you go home and lay your hands upon her legs and pray for her, let the healing virtues be released. In the name of Jesus, I command healing upon that bones now in the name of Jesus let the power from the throne of grace flow into you and let it flow through you to your mother in the name of Jesus thank you father we bless you this morning we give you all the glory forever thank you Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed a prophetic confession for the month of April is that I have constant victory I have constant victory. But when I came into service this morning, the Holy Spirit rearranged it in my spirit. So, English people, you will, you will help me. I don't know if there's a difference between the two. I have constant victory. And then I have victory constantly. Is there a difference between the two? Eh? Is there a difference between the two? Brema? I have the constant victory. I have victory constantly. Is there a difference between the two? There is. Alright. So I have victory constantly. That's the correct one. Yes, sir. Consistent victory. That's why we have called you professor all the time. Chiboy, come and let me pray for you. Come. Move down here. I want to pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I ask that the Spirit of God in a new dimension will come upon your life. And every door that has been shut against you, let it open up. You have dwelt for long in this position. May the Lord move you forward. The Bible said when Saul met Samuel, 
an impartation was released and immediately he stood up to leave him the Bible said he received a new heart and he became a new person I pray for you by this invitation to this altar this morning let it be the emergence of a new you in the name of Jesus let grace be released in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Fellow, me come. Let me speak over life your life again this morning. I want to speak over your life this morning by the grace of God as the Lord has instructed. How many weeks is it? Fourteen weeks, right? This is the second. I speak further over your life in the name of Jesus that the Lord will order your steps. He will lead you step by step. You will not be confused at any time. The Lord will give you clarity of vision. You will be focused. On your destiny path, anyone that will make you lose focus, the Lord will not allow you to meet with them. Distractions, distractions, I banish them out of your life. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will use you to rewrite the history of your family. Whatever has never happened in your family for good, I release grace upon you this morning to make it happen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Somebody repeat after me in the name of Jesus. I've told you this prophetic is not not the something of fire type that you are used to. Pastor is not in the MFM dimension this morning. Just take it very gentle. Very gentle. In the name of Jesus. I have victory constantly. I have victory every day. I have victory everywhere. I have victory on every side in the name of Jesus. Do you want to make that your prayer this morning? I have victory every day. I have victory constantly. I have victory on every side. It is my confession. It is my reality. In the name of Jesus, I declare over my life and my destiny that I have victory constantly. Victory every day. Victory on every matter. Victory with everyone. In the name of Jesus, I will not be defeated. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. If you have the privilege to be at the second service today, please don't miss it. We'll be speaking further on this subject with the campus guys. Thank you to those who came last week. I look forward to seeing more this week again. 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14. The Bible says, let's read together everyone. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and maketh us manifest the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. My version says here that he causes us to diffuse the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. I want to teach you something very quickly here about the protocol of victory for a believer. The protocol of victory for a believer. How does God arrange victory for a believer? From this text that we read 
we see here that victory for every believer is a present continuous experience. Victory for a believer is not a once in a lifetime thing. Victory for a believer is not once upon a time. The Bible here began with a word now. Somebody say now. Now there says this time onward. This time going forward. As believers in Christ, we are ordained to experience victory continuously for the rest of your life. You are not expected to experience victory in one area of your life and then it comes another time you do not experience victory there. It is not the plan of God for you to pass your first time exam and then in your second time you are failing. No, it is not the plan of God for you. It is not the plan of God for you to write Waek and pass and then you write jam and you fail. No. God is constantly committed to helping you experience victory non-stop. Is somebody with me this morning? So he said, now, now. Number two, the protocol for victory for a believer is that victory is accessed through thanksgiving to God. Last week we were closing on the keys for open doors. And I spoke extensively about gratitude to God and gratitude to men. Gratitude is what will make you change altitude. If you want to go higher in life, gratitude is the key. Appreciation is application for more. Everyone who is thankful will always appreciate. So with he here, Apart from that, uh, victory being a present continuous reality for a believer, a believer is also expected to enjoy victory on the platform of thanksgiving. When David stood before Goliath, he was not just telling the stories of his victory over the lion and the bear. Is that okay? What he was also doing was, I thank God. Who gave me victory over the lion and the deer? It was not just a report of his CV. He was saying there because he was telling the Goliath, I have come to you in the name of the God of Israel, whom you have defied. The one who has given me victory and has led me this way. He gave me victory over the lion. He gave me victory over the deer. And so I have come and I will cut your head. Do you know I read that scripture recently and I was wondering what was wrong with David. David was telling Goliath that at the end of this battle I will cut your head. Did you see that in your Bible? Please, did David come there with a spear? Did he come with a sword? Somebody said, Victory without a fight. You are not here. The way you are asking me this morning, you are allowing the way I'm feeling to affect you. Don't allow the way I'm feeling to affect you. Wake up. Tell somebody, wake up. Collect your prophecy. So, David said, I'm going to cut your head. And he did not come with a sword. But he knew in advance that Goliath's head is down already. Thanksgiving. I told you last week, don't send a long message asking for a need. And when it is done, you just send the message, thanks. It's a criminal offense. The easiest way to know somebody that has entitlement mentality is by their gratitude coefficient. 
You know coefficient in your mathematics class? You know it? Anybody who is stingy with gratitude can never have an abundance of the blessings of God. So Paul speaking here, he said, now, for this victory with desire, as a present continuous reality, it is delivered to us on the platform of gratitude. Thanks be to God. I told you here, every day you wake up, learn to thank God. It is not everybody who sleeps that wake up. Hello? Hello? Let me also say something to you. Sorry, sorry for using this example. This man that went, he left his wife and went to marry another wife. Is he your Ledochi as well? His son died in 10 years. Sorry for him. Sorry. Sorry. But he has been very well. The cause of the Lord is in the house of a thief. Did you hear me? The cause of the Lord is in the house of a thief. I don't want to be doing global prophecy and this Nollywood prophecy. I don't want to be doing that. But he starts, he starts, he starts, he starts. Let me pray for you here this morning. God will, the enemies will not allow, God will not allow your father's enemies to use you to get at them. Can I say one more time? Those who hate your parents, they will not find you at a suitable target. The Bible says, the fathers have eaten so great, and the children's feet are now on the edge. No, it's an abnormally. The one who sins is the one that should die for it. Mercy will speak over your parents. Yeah. Yeah. But, when the enemies will come to visit the consequence of that issue, they will not find you as a target. But can you imagine that with all the prestige and the wealth that that man has, death could still visit his family? Please don't joke with your relationship with God. And as your parents are trying to drag you under the canopy of God's presence, please enter. Don't be that child that daddy and mommy will be going to church on Sunday and you say, mommy, I, I have a headache, I want to sleep. Church is hospital, you are healed in Jesus' name. Are you being blessed this morning? So Paul said, gratitude, thanks be to God. And what did he say God is doing? He said, always. Somebody say, always. Let me begin to prophesy and speak over someone here this morning. You will enjoy victory always. The way you are saying amen, I don't, I'm suspecting you. I'm suspecting you. You will enjoy victory always. Hear the story of David. The Bible says, shortly after David was made king, after he had killed Goliath, the same feeling that he killed the Goliath. They came to the same valley where he killed the Goliath, and they still wanted to attack him. All right, they came to attack David that killed their strong man. But the Bible said, David inquired of the Lord. The Lord told him to go, he will conquer. He recorded another victory. Somebody say, victory number two. They came again in the same place. I'm going somewhere. For someone here after this service, you will begin to enjoy victory always. Yeah. They came again the third time. He killed the Goliath. He killed them the second time. They came the third time in the same place. David said, Well, I am not going to depend on the strategy of the 
victory. He went back to God and he asked God, should I go? God said, don't go, wait. When you hear the sound of the mulberry tree on top of the mountain, go and attack them. You will fall on them and they will all die. The first time, David killed them. Come on, it's the vision number three. As if that was not going to be the end. As, as if that was going to be the end. They are stubborn. Somebody said they are some stubborn enemies. But God will deal with them. They came again in the same place. I'm going somewhere because we'll be praying after this point I'm establishing. They came again. And God told David, David, as you have always come to me and I always tell you to go, I'm telling you again to go. Because this one, you will record victory over them. David defeated the Philistines four times. In the lifetime of David, there was never a record of the defeat of Israel by the Philistines. Why? Because there is a God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. Can I pray for somebody here who is ready for this victory always? Victory constantly. All through your life, you will be a victor. I said, all through your life, you will be a victor. It's amazing that the Bible will be careful with this detail. It did not say, thanks be to God, who leads us in triumph in Christ. That would have also been a good English and a good construct. But in order for you to know that God is committed to helping you overcome the battles of life, the challenges of life, and all the situations you cannot express. The Bible says He always leads us. So what it means is that for every challenge that you face, God has guaranteed you victory in advance. Somebody say Amen. amen. So as you are going for damn exam, what is God doing for you? Victory in... Are you here? Somebody say victory in advance. Okay, so I'll take that again. As you are going for your damn exam, what is God doing for you? Victory in advance. You finish damn and they say you should come for post-UTME. What is God doing for you? After post-UTME, you are given admission. You are in year one, first semester. What is God doing for you? You enter second semester year one. What is God doing for you? For somebody who believes that there is a God who gives victory always, I declare from this altar this morning, you will never be defeated in life. In your academics, you will be victorious. In the name of Jesus, never will you write an exam and you will record failure. God will be committed to helping you. If you believe it, can I hear your loudest amen? He said he leads us always. Always. But you see, number four. I told you the first one. This is number four, right, Abby? No, number one. Victory is present and continuous for the believer, right? Number two. Victory. Victory is accessed through thanksgiving. Number two. I mean, number three, for a believer, 
God gives you victory always. Always. Never is it in the plan of God for you to pass one exam and fail another exam. I'm speaking about exam now. Because I know some of you, that is your greatest high blood pressure. That's the demon that is attacking you. But God has given you victory already. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said God has given you victory already. Yeah. That mask that you used to be afraid of, you will see the result God will give you at the end of this time. Yeah. This altar is waiting for your testimony. Amen. Yeah. Dear God, are we together? There is victory on your way this time. Yeah. So number four, he said, this victory is only in Christ. It is only in Christ. You see, I, I'm very careful about talking about giving your life to Christ. Because for the most of it today in our days, giving your life to Christ is not a cliche. It's just, it's just one of those things you will hear whenever you come to church on Sunday. Is that not so? But you see, as simple as that is, it is the best decision anybody can ever make in life. That our hymn that we sang this morning said, In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my life, my strength. This cornerstone, this solid ground, fell to the fiercest drought and stones. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are still, when striving fears, my comforter, my all in all, hear the love of Christ. There's a standard that used to get at me, is that standard four? No guilt in life, no fear in Stop there, stop there. No guilt in life. No fear in death. Do you know Christians don't die? They're not here. Christians don't die. We don't change address. You don't get what I'm saying. The Bible describes Lazarus' death. How did Jesus talk about Lazarus when they said he was dead? He said he is sleeping. Paul said to be away in the flesh is to be present with God. Believers in Christ don't die. Are you kidding me? We have another life somewhere with God where we live forever. When we close our eyes here at a very good old ripe age, after we have enjoyed all the good things of life, you see this life in it, and we enjoy it. Oh, grandma, you tell God that there's somebody you created, you enjoy life. We will not go to heaven. How many of you will go to heaven here? There you we will see heaven. Kai, we will see heaven. I will, need to, I will need to speak with God at a special meeting that you should please grant me one request. We are going to have true community in heaven. Where teenagers from true, that will be our own community, that's where we'll be living. Dedicated, that's our own area. We come out in the morning and say, Hello, Mr. Larry, hi, good morning, God bless you. Say, David, how are you? How are you? 
There's no night there. There's no how was your night? Oh Jesus. He said, no guilty life, no fear in death. This that I am talking about is possible because of the power of Christ. The power of Christ. The hope of glory, not the story, is the reality of our lives. It says, No guilt in life, no fear in death. It is occasioned by the power of Christ in me. So Paul went back to that scripture and he said, Our victory over the challenges of life is in Christ. He leads us in triumph, always, not outside Christ. But it's in Christ. Do you know why? Do you know why? Outside Christ, it is full of crisis. It's not helping somebody here. When we are saying, take your life with Jesus seriously, that is your best friend. That is your all in all. We are not saying it to cajole you into churchmanship. We are not looking for members. I'm not looking for members. They're only looking for people that we take to heaven. I'm looking for people that we enjoy what my father has. Do you know my father? You know him? Who is my father? Jesus. Clap for this girl for you. From life, first cry to final breath. This is what he does. Jesus commands. He does not give a suggestion to my destiny. He commands it after the order of creation. Jesus looks at my destiny and he calls it what he made it, not what my parents are making of it. He commands my destiny according to the creation order. The Bible says after God made man, he looked at everything he made. What did God say? It was good. So when he commands your destiny, what is he commanding? That food that is there. I'm about to round up so that we can pray. Something has ended. But please take this home. It is in Christ that we have victory. Outside Christ is full of crisis. I thank God for what God is doing in your life and it will be permanent in the name of Jesus. Jesus commands my destiny. What is the next line, sir? No power of hell. They don't burn away. So Paul could look at death. He said, Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your sting? They say people used to die, and that is the end of it. But Jesus went there, he looked at death and he killed death. So he could say to death, no power of hell. He stopped there. He said, let's leave the devil for a while. He said, the devil is present on earth inside men. You know some men, they are the devil's incarnate. devil send them. <laughs> Have you met those kind of people before? It's the devil that sent them. Yes, so he, he addressed them in the matter of our victory. 
He said, no scheme of man. What is scheme? No plan. No strategy. No conspiracy. No calculation. No sophistication. No determination. None. Whatever is a scheme of man, Isaiah 7, 7 is standing there waiting for them. It shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. No scheme of man. Do you know why, sir? He said, no scheme of man can ever block me from his hand. Do you know why? You, in the hand of God, is not like a mango tree. You, in the hand of God, is not like orange tree on orange, orange fruit on orange tree. You can use God to block it. Brother, the one that refused, you can use stick, you will hit the yala yala. If it does not fall down where, it will scatter. You don't mind. What are you looking for? Orange. Even if that is the determination they come with, he said, they cannot block me from his hand. Do you know why? I am grafted. You know grafting? Do you know grafting? When you graft a tree with another tree, can you pull it out? You have sealed your life together. So they are one. And so the Bible says that for him that is joined with Christ, he is spiritually one with him. Because Christ in you is the hope of glory. And that you now, your life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. So how will they get you? Before they get you, they will first kill God. After they kill God, they will look for Jesus, they will kill him, they will bring you out of him before they can assess you. It is a no scheme of man can ever, never, ever pluck you out of the hand of God. And when he will finish the matter, he said, your name was not written with pen in the hand of God. No. What's your name? Daniel. He didn't write your name with pen. If you write answer on your hands with pen, you will clean. In his hand, he inscribed your name. It's an inscription. I'm saying this to reinforce your identity in Christ as we close this service this morning. To know that if there is anything that happens to you that is not good, it is not God's fault, it is your fault. God has done anything, everything. You know, see, this is the matter. I did not do this for one month. When you buy Indomie, there's a fire this. When you buy coke, it has a, I threw some counters away in my office recently because they expire. Like six or four bottles. That's how you call it. One domi, one domi, they expire. Fanta became water with particles inside. It expired. Their expiry date came. God said your expiry date is still he returns. He said, if you do not expire till he returns, he can choose to call you home. Bring it back, sir. He will take you home. Did he say you will die? So do you see why I said scriptures don't die? We just change address. You look for me on earth, you did not see me come to heaven now with my father. He now said, on this matter, Anything you like, talk, and you get your mouth. I will stand in the power of Christ. Let them go and keep yourself. 
I am not moved. Let them shake. Let them agree together. And say this one, he will say why yes. Tell them it's a lie. I have received my result in advance. And all I saw there, they are A's. Your wickedness, the least it can do is to give you a B. Somebody rise up to your feet this morning as we begin to command our destiny. I want you to pray this morning like you have never done before. This service has ended, but this is our bonus track. Can you pray now? In the name of Jesus, I command my destiny as, as, by the order and the according to the order of creation. I command my destiny to begin to function in the way God ordered it. He said in the beginning, when He made me, God made it good. And so, in the name of Jesus, I command my destiny. You are good. You are good. You are good. You are good. Is somebody praying this morning? My destiny is good. There is nothing bad about my destiny. There is nothing bad about my future. My brain is working well. My character is profound. There is no flaw in me. There is no imperfection in me. I am the standard of what is good. Somebody is not prayer. I cannot hear your voice. I cannot hear your voice. I am good. I am good. I am good. I am good spiritually. I am good physically. I am good financially. I am good in every way. I am victorious in every way. In the name of Jesus, I am good. I'm good. Apahano shabate kagosia. Elamande shikarosa. Can somebody pray this morning in the name of Jesus? I obtain my victory in Christ. I obtain my victory. Open your mouth to speak now. Open your mouth to speak. Teenagers speak. The Bible says through faith. We call those things that be not as though they were. I call forth my victory in Christ. Over every matter. I call forth my victory. Over wrong habits. I call forth my victory. I am victorious over addiction. I am victorious over wrong habits. Whatever name it is called. I am victorious over it. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray, somebody pray, somebody pray. Pray now, pray now, pray now, pray now. Pray now. This is it. God is visiting somebody here now and is giving you a new identity. In the name of Jesus, can you pray? I am victorious over every negative identity that I have been carrying around. My identity in Christ becomes my reality. Somebody pray, somebody pray. My identity in Christ becomes my reality. I am who God says I am. I am who God calls me. I am not what my parents call me. I appreciate them for the name they gave me. But it is the name that Jesus gave me. And that is my name forever. Till he returns or calls me home. He calls me the goodness of God. He calls me the life of my world. He calls me the source of the earth. He calls me the head and not the tail. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Can you repeat this after me in the name of Jesus? I claim my victory over sin. I claim my victory over fear. The way you are saying it looks like you have been defeated before. Say it well like you mean it. In the name of Jesus, I claim my victory over negative mindset, over self-pity. I claim my victory over every wrong pattern in my earthly family. I claim my victory over every environmental lifestyle. Whatever is the lifestyle of my society, I disregard it. I take on the lifestyle of the kingdom of God. I am victorious 
over sickness, over disease, over shame, over affliction. I am victorious over every evil in my background. Today, I declare my background will not work against me. Come on, say it. My background will not put my back to the ground. I, I am victorious over evil prophecies, over evil predictions, over negative words spoken by myself and others around me. I am victorious over disappointment, over failure, over depression, over every limitation. I am victorious in the name of Jesus. I declare I am victorious in Christ. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. I am not down. I will not be dragged down. I will sit high. I will reign in life. I will reign in life. This is my victory. And I overcome the world. Thank you Almighty Father. Oh, can you just wave your hands to Jesus this morning? Wave your hands to Jesus. Wave your hands to Jesus. Just wave your hands to Him. What is it that God has done to you this morning? What has He done for you in this service? Can you thank Him for it? Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. This is your service. This is your visitation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, dear. Come. Look at me. You are in a state that does not make sense to you. There seems to be a lot of confusion around you and you cannot put the lines together. You really cannot explain how this process will end. But here what God has asked me to tell you. He said it's committed to you and it will bring beauty out of these ashes. It's going to bring beauty out of your life. It will bring beauty. It will bring beauty. Please don't be overwhelmed by experiences. Is that okay? Don't allow it to make you to, to, to think less of who God has made you. Remember we have said you are a son of God, right? By purpose and your identity. Let me pray for you. In the name of Jesus, this morning, I ask that the hand of God will remind you of you. Let it be a visitation in your life. In the name of Jesus. Because you are connected with God, you are spiritually one with Him. Your life will begin to make sense. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord bring beauty out of your life. May He speak peace over your current situation. May He give you speed in life. In the name of Jesus. As you rise this moment, I declare that you are rising in power. You are rising in victory. You walk upon your high places. In the name of Jesus. Finally, I want to close this service now. And like I told you, I will keep praying for favor for you till it becomes your reality. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Favor must become your reality. Some of you are enjoying favor already, but you have not seen anything yet. There is more to favor than what you are enjoying. Favor speaks of unprecedented help, unsolicited assistance. I want to pray for favor for you here this morning. If you are ready for that, let me hear your loudest amen by the count of three. 
beginning from this day, as you go this week, may the favor of God go with you. Hear what favor is. Hear this. Favor is a force that forces men to work for your good. It compels them. They cannot explain why and what they are doing. They just see themselves doing it. Hear me, sir. Favor is like a spell. You walk in the life of anyone who must be of a help to you and a blessing. Can I speak against everything that is called disfavor in your life? Every time you show up, what you need, people don't give it to you. They keep telling you and making promises that never come to fulfillment in your life. Today, the era of disfavor comes to an end. The era of disfavor comes to an end. Beginning from today, begin to walk in favor. Beginning from today, begin to walk in favor. Let favor come upon your life like a cloak. Everywhere you show up, may let favor you. In your academics, may you enjoy favor. At home, may you enjoy favor. Like Joseph, may favor be your lot. This week as you go, may you come back with the testimony of the favor of God. May you enjoy favor in abundant measure. Thank you, Almighty Father. We give you praise because you are our God. We live here this morning and we walk in victory constantly. Constantly, victory is our portion. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you've been blessed this morning, can I see you put your hands together for Jesus and have your seat? All right, please listen to this very quick announcement as we close. Those of you who have signed up for new members class and you have been you have been cleared for baptism or you are yet to be cleared, please know that baptism will take place on Saturday this week. And I think it happens here in the teenagers church. So please be prepared. Baptism is one of those ordinances Jesus instructed us to do and fulfill. It's a public profession of our faith. So please get ready. Those of you who are here to do new members class program, please sign up for it and get it 